in every uncomfortable table and I have never been at an uncomfortable conversation where there has not been one thing that can focus on, one thing that is important to every single one at that table. And it is that one thing that we start shifting that paradigm on and we bring a sustainable solution. Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone. A certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. Hey, welcome to the Decision Table. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so grateful you're here and a part of this. And we're day two. Day two on the Decision Table Pathway. And I'm excited to be here. Basically, I'm excited to be here because I have been really unwell. So that's my disclaimer first is, yep, I'm not feeling that well, but I'm here and I'm showing up because I think that part of the decision table and part of this pathway is to help us all to navigate conversation to have make different decisions at the table because if we've got hope for the future we need to know how to make decisions and play at a bigger level and that might mean that we need to do it in new ways and exciting ways so I'm excited to be here I'm excited to bring to you today a little different question the question I said was this what if you could ask better questions. How would that change what you're doing, what you're building out in your business, your company, your organization, with the culture that you're creating within your team, within the relationships that you have, in the way that you're building your systems, your processes? Would it look different if you asked better questions? And I think, you know, we talked about yesterday that it's so interesting how we hear a lot of don't set goals, research shows, and sure, it may show that, but is it getting us to where we want to go? Is it doing what we want it, uh, you know, to get our results that you're wanting at the table? And the answer is no. So, you know, I believe that we need to play a bigger game, that this is not the time to withdraw, hold back, but the time to step it up, to go, okay, what is it I need to do to be a more effective leader and how can I do that in ways that are going to be beneficial? And part of that is by having a different conversation. So today's question is this, and I'm going to write it on here. We're going to do a lot of drawing at the same time. So let's just check that it's all happening. But the, today's question is this, what... If, let me have a look. What if you could, and I I can't think too far ahead of my brain today because I'm not feeling well. What if you could navigate, what if you could navigate the uncomfortable conversation? 
So that's our question we're going to sort of work through today. What if you could navigate the uncomfortable conversation? You know, it's really easy, isn't it? When you need to meet with someone and tell them how good they are, to say what a fantastic job you've done or I love what you're about or wow, come and be at my table and let's make a decision going forward when they agree with you. What is not so comfortable is when they don't agree with you, when maybe you invite people to the table and you know that the conversation is going to be uncomfortable. Have you had one of those? Have you had one of those uncomfortable conversations? Do you know what I'm talking about? You know, when you need to maybe bring the team together and have a conversation around where you want to see everything go, not just where you think that the team are wanting you to go. And maybe you're going to have to make some decisions at the table that are going to make people feel not as confident, not as not as excited about the project ahead of them. Or even maybe you've got to let go of someone or it's time to have conversations to go, hey, this isn't working the way we've been doing it. And maybe they're not the right fit to move forward with you as you build out that next level. Those are the uncomfortable conversations. And here's the other thing that, you know, we often hear about and, you know, I talk about about a lot in my work and that is by, I don't talk about having more diversity at the table. I talk about having, bringing, thinking of humans first because I believe that's the one thing we have in absolute common ground is that we are all part of the human race. And then I say we need to bring our distinctions to the table. Those are the differences. That's the value that you add because nobody else can be you. And what if you could bring that to the table, even if you look different, even if you sound different, you think differently, or have different ways in which to go about it, and you were comfortable to be able to be in that uncomfortable conversation, would that open up opportunities? Would it open up possibility to maybe go into different perspectives that you haven't even thought about before but could start thinking about now? And if you were to open up those possibilities because you had different distinctions at the table because you were all of a sudden comfortable with the uncomfortable conversation, would this mean that you might cover different ground? You might innovate different solutions at the table? And the answer is yes. And what I have seen through the work I have done is as people or leaders specifically have stepped it up and been willing to go to different places themselves, willing to push themselves, stretch their thinking. And by the way, it can be as simple as something like this, that where you're used to sitting at a table, and this is so simple, right? When you're used to sitting at a table, you're used to being in front of a computer. What if you just sat in a space where you saw you're in, you know, one of my favorites is going to art exhibitions and just sitting there with a clean sheet of paper and a pencil and starting putting down some of the ideas that I come up with. Is it because I'm, I'm going to think differently because I'm in a different space? Could be. Or is it that, what I'm seeing around me is inspiring. Maybe it's because 
what I get to see when I'm in an environment that is very different to just sitting at a table, I start to think differently because something triggers my thinking. Do you ever get that moment, you know, when you're walking by the water, you're going for your maybe daily walk and you're by the beautiful ocean and you hear that sound and it reminds you of a memory. It reminds me of maybe when you were a kid and you used to go walking with your parents or maybe it reminds you of going with a loved one and you enjoyed your evening out with them. Those memories trigger amazing feelings inside of you, but it triggers things that maybe push you into areas that you would not normally go in if you were still in the same environment, like sitting at a table, looking in front of you at a computer nonstop. So what I love about having uncomfortable conversations is it's like that moment that you've put yourself in a different environment and you don't necessarily know how it's going to go. You don't know every answer, but that's okay. And what's fun about that is that there's ways in which we can really navigate that conversation. Here's the thing, and I say this with truth and honesty, right, is I'm such an introvert, extreme introvert. And so some of these things that maybe you do really easily, maybe it's easy for you to sit with strangers that don't look like you. Maybe it's easy for you to just talk about the weather with anyone. Maybe it's easy for you to connect at those networking events that honestly are my worst nightmare. So I've had to learn ways in which I can be comfortable to be in those uncomfortable conversations because not only do I not like confrontation like any human, I know that's strange because I'm often known as a disruptor, but I love disrupting patterns. I'm actually not someone who wants to disrupt, upset you, make it hard for you. I just want life for all humans to look a bit better. I just want to see if we can make it more effective for us individually, then it could make it more effective for the collective. And I go, I just think if we ask different questions, which is what we're playing with over the seven days, is asking different questions and, and taking us on the decision table sort of pathway to move you from problem to solution. And here's the thing, and this is what I love about it, is that even though it's uncomfortable for me to be in those situations, I've learned frameworks, frameworks that help me, yes, as an introvert, to feel more confident at the table, to make better decisions and to ask better questions so that even though it's uncomfortable, I can navigate through that. And my goal is, even if we disagree with everything else at the table, Maybe there's one thing we could learn from each other and hopefully together be able to progress forward. If not, you've learned something new, I've learned something new from our conversation and at least we can be better humans for that when we go off onto our own. So here's the thing, and this is what I love about navigating the uncomfortable conversations. Sure, I get it. Like I said earlier, there's moments when... You know, as humans, we don't want to confront. 
there's moments when we don't want to have to go into those awkward conversations. Have you ever had that awkward conversation? You know, that moment, the one when you're sort of looking across the table, you both need to say something and it's really not comfortable. So again, here's the thing that I've learned. When you've got frameworks to help you disrupt patterns, like maybe in the past when you've had that moment, right, where you've got to have that uncomfortable conversation, you've seen that person and you've run the other way. No, I'm sure that's not you. Maybe it's just me. Okay, I'm sure it is you. I'm sure I've done it a few times in my life. Trust me. Absolutely. Because like lots of humans, I don't like confrontation. Okay, so what are other reasons that you don't want those uncomfortable conversations? Well, there's things like, well, I don't really know how to even have a conversation. I don't even know where to go with this conversation. And then there's moments like this. And that is the moments when you go, well, like we're not going to take this conversation anywhere anyway. They don't like me. So you've already assumed where the conversation's going to go, what the outcome is. So why even bother having a conversation? Okay. And then there's other times like, like I said earlier, that if you don't look the same as everyone else, you don't say you're not a yes person to necessarily, they're just going to bring up everything to go against what you're thinking and saying. One of the things I have learned and the most amazing thing that I've learned really in uncomfortable conversations is that often, no, not even often, every time that someone has been awkward on the other side of it is not because of me personally, but because of what they're going through or what, what relationship that conversation has had with maybe me previously. In other words, they thought I wasn't listening to them. They thought maybe I wasn't going to embrace what they were thinking because it was so different. And so they assumed that if we have a conversation right now, then I'm not even going to be listening. I'm not even going to be willing to learn what they've got to say. And I've already made up my mind. So to help you be able to navigate the uncomfortable conversation, I've got a framework. Would you like to hear it? So here it is. I'm going to say it. And if you don't want to hear it, maybe you know someone else that would want to hear it. So share this and get this out to other people that you think is helpful. Okay. So let me have a look. All right. So here we have, and I think that there's sort of, what do you call it? I, I always say, and I, and I talk about this a lot, when you're playing a bigger game, I talked about it yesterday, I, I think that not enough people are talking about the bigger game. We can play as big as you want to. We've just got to take it into the future. In other words, think that big, get that vision, and then bring it right back to your now. And then every shift, I call it, along the way, needs to be a shift that is going to move you closer. And navigating a, an uncomfortable conversation is exactly the same kind of way of a pathway. And that's what all this is about, is making decisions that shift you forward by helping to innovate solution pathways. And this is what we're giving you, a pathway to take you from that uncomfortable conversation, I've got to start a conversation, 
to going, how do I navigate through this? Okay, so here's the thing that we kind of want, and I always like working at the result end of it, okay? So if we think about the end result, thing that we want there is what? We want a sustainable, always, sustainable, and hopefully this shows up on the screen. Yep, sustainable solution. That's one of the absolute outcomes we want from it, okay? And we want probably a shift of some sort, and I always say a shift of a paradigm of some sort, right? That would be our ideal outcome from every conversation that we end up having. All right. So what do we need to do to make sure if we're starting here? So if we start here, this is our starting point, okay? We've all got our starting point. We come in on that conversation. We connect. We say, hi, hey, how is it? Whatever it is, right? We've got a starting point that we all come to the table, yeah? But we want to get from that starting point, that uncomfortable conversation, to then some result. So a shift in a paradigm or a sustainable solution to help you action the next, all right? That is the ultimate outcome that we want from it. What do we need to do? What are the shifts to bring into that? Okay, so I think that there are three things that will help us to keep moving along this pathway, okay? What are those three things? The first one is we need to learn how to analyze data. Here's the thing that, you know, when you're having a conversation, I want you to think about this and think how well you do it when you're in a conversation. Do you listen well to other people? So that's one of the ways to do it is listen. Is see different perspectives. Are you good at seeing a different perspective? And then it's learn what all the different options are. But if you don't sit there, if you don't even have a conversation, you, there's no way you can even hear anything. It's silent. Or if you don't see things because you're not hearing a different perspective, you only see through your eyes and only get the data that comes through only your perspective. So you're not getting the whole story. You're not getting the best way to shift that paradigm. You're just getting a part of it. So that's why it's really so important that even though we love to have those great conversations, the easy conversations, we need to learn how to navigate the uncomfortable conversation, right? And this will help you to action the next. Okay, so what's next shift in here? It's we need to know, after we've analyzed data, we need to know how to diagnose the opportunities 
and the possibilities. Here's a really simple way to think about this. And I know when I'm working with team, I'm really clear on this particular thing. And if it's a tricky situation where they're saying, hey, can you make a decision on this? And I'll go, absolutely, when and, and make one really fast when it's easy. I've got all the information there. I can analyze the data and I can diagnose what are our opportunities and this is the possibility. Great. Here's the decision we need to make. Okay. What is hard? is when you don't have all that data at the table. And the when that happens with team, I go, hey, you've given me one option. And I don't know that I love this option, knowing all the variables, knowing all the different things that you're wanting as the outcome to this decision you're wanting me to make. Go back, find me some different options. Find me other possibilities. If we were to do it differently, what would be the option that we would have to choose from? And so all of a sudden, I have more data to then choose from. I'm able to then diagnose, is this an opportunity that's going to help us take us and have a look at this? Is this opportunity going to help us to shift the paradigm? Is this opportunity going to help us bring a sustainable solution? Is it a possibility if we do this action or make this as a choice or have make a decision around this that we will shift the paradigm or have a sustainable solution? Those is, that's what I love about it's really easy and quick to make a decision when you've got that information. Okay, so then you can shift once you've got the data, the right data, then you're able to go, these are the opportunities, this is the possibility of what we can do at that table. And then the next piece of that is the third shift, which is disrupt the pattern, right? I hope this is making sense to you because it is so powerful when you've got a framework, when you can navigate through those tricky conversations. So first, we have to learn, see, and uh, listen to be able to get the right data. And that means we probably need to have different distinctions, I would say, at the table so that we get those different perspectives and actually get the right data at the table. We then need to diagnose the opportunities and possibilities. And then we disrupt the pattern. It's easy to see a problem, okay? It's really easy to see a problem. What it's not so easy to do is actually have at the table a solution. So maybe if you're not so sure how to do that and you've got smart people around you and other thinking and other ways of doing things, there may be something they know that they could add to that table. So that's where the value of the distinctions and the opportunities come into play, okay? And disrupting patterns mean that we don't just bring the problem to the table, we start finding the solution. And, and like I said before, one of the things I've learned and really if I've 
got into a conversation with a whole lot of people and I've been at these tables and that's awkward and it's horrible and it doesn't feel nice. But my one intention when I go into that conversation, the only intention is what if, what if we just get the one, literally the one thing that we are going to agree on that is priority and actually we might swap that over there and put that there. So priority. And that is literally it. What if we could just agree on that even we agree to disagree on all the rest of the things, but there's one thing that we could agree on. What would that be? What would we need to disrupt and to change it from where it is now, the problem, to creating a strategic sort of pathway, right, for it then to get to the solution? even if we disagree on everything else. What is that one thing? And that has had a major power in in my work and being able to navigate so many of these tricky conversations. And And I mean really tricky, right? Because if you think about it, when you're just talking about a little simple decision that needs to be made, that uncomfortable conversation isn't that uncomfortable. It might feel a little off, but it's not too tricky. When you're at a whole table and you're there with a whole lot of leaders who believe they have the right answers to the solution and they're all believing something different, that uncomfortable conversation can get really uncomfortable. So what if I go, I've heard everything, but the one thing that I see as important to everyone is this one thing. Would you agree that we can leave the rest, put it aside, and just work on this one thing. And you would be surprised that in every uncomfortable table, there has always been, and I have never been in an uncomfortable conversation where there has not been one thing that can focus on, one thing that is important to every single one at that table, priority. And it is that one thing that we start shifting that paradigm on and we bring a sustainable solution. Here's the interesting thing. And, you know, as we, as we kind of bring this to more of a close is here, we could be talking about huge issues in communities and companies and culture in, in organizations, in, villages and here's the one thing that everyone has in common the one thing is family whether it's they've got children themselves whether they've got you know parents that are aging whether they've got you know a big family that they've come from whatever it is and if you're making a decision that's going to impact families then you may disagree on every policy made under the sun with everyone else at the table. You might disagree on the way that they show up every day in their workplace. But one thing you could work on is something that is going to benefit family going forward. Another one is education. Most people have someone in their world that they want, you know, like, 
more access for their children to education, different education. Maybe it's parents that hadn't had education before but now want it to be able to do, you know, better opportunities in the workplace. Whatever it is, there is always one thing that we can recognize with every single person at the table. And I encourage you next time you're in an uncomfortable conversation to start listening at the table, really seeing people, even if they look different, even if they sound different, even if you disagree. I have been at many tables when people have said things that I've disagreed with. And I've listened and I've taken on board what they're thinking. And I look at the opportunities, I analyze it. That's what we said, diagnose opportunities and possibilities. And then I go, well, what patterns, what are the problems that we're seeing? And what would be the priority? That That's one thing that sort of everyone, and it might be the one thing in your company that everyone wants to see more unity and amongst your team. That they want to see, you know, that you... Uh, give them opportunities to learn and develop more in, in, and that's the one thing everyone, or it might be, you know, the old days where I say the old days because lots of us aren't in office spaces anymore that you wanted to see the uh, kitchen, you know, the, the area in which was the place where everyone would come and you wanted to see that more, you know, comfortable, maybe a bit more funky, maybe a bit more, you know, community-based kind of concept and you want to see that change. What is that one thing, the priority that comes to every single person that is at that table? And when you do that, what that does is that takes you from your starting point. Remember this bit here? It takes you from that starting point and it helps you then to shift along to be able to get to that shift in that paradigm. This is just a little framework. It's amazing framework and it really helps. I always say to narrow that gap. So here, oh, you can't see it on there, so I'm going to have to do it down here. To narrow the gap, um, we talked about that yesterday, to narrow the gap. And you'll hear me talk about that all the time. So narrow the gap from... In this case, right, from problem to solution. And here's the thing. We want to be moving it towards, right? And when you don't move from, if you can narrow the gap from problem, as I said, to solution, then that is moving you towards where you want to go in the conversation. Otherwise, it will widen the gap and move you away from the conversation. That's why frameworks to help you to move along a pathway are so important. You know, one thing, yesterday I said, no one's talking about the big play, the future play. The You know, it's all about how it's so scary and even just coping with the now is full on. Today I want to say one thing. No one's talking about you know, doing the uncomfortable conversation and working through it and getting a result from it. And it's like, even though we know to have a conversation, we know we want to have a conversation, we know we need to have a conversation, 
I'm not seeing people talking about how to do that uncomfortable conversation. So I hope today's making a decision, what if you could navigate the uncomfortable conversation is a question that you start asking yourself and you start questioning and getting curious about what if you could have more uncomfortable conversations? Would you be able to do things at your table that maybe, I don't think you can see me right now and I'm sorry about that, but what I want to do just as I finish up is, you know, if we could just talk, if you could just talk about the uncomfortable conversation, would that be different for you? Would that you know, would you show up differently? Would people show up differently if you are willing to have more uncomfortable conversations? And I think the answer is absolutely yes. I think that it brings so much change. I think that what you think is uncomfortable actually becomes really doable. And and I think that that is always a good thing. It helps us to to not walk away from those conversations but walk towards them even though they're uncomfortable and to grow through them. So I hope today that you've been able to take some great stuff from this that you can see how you can make shifts to be able to navigate that conversation. All right, I hope you've got lots out of this and I hope that you've got what you need from this. All right, I'll see you. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change, and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.